Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George and Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seekers, and welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today, I have a really interesting and special guest for you. She is a best-selling, award-winning author published by BT Young Books. Her name is Deborah Kowalski, and uh, I managed to to say it wrong even if I uh, said it right before, so it's Deborah Kozowski. All right. <laughs> it's it's okay right now. Um, she has been endorsed by thought leaders like Jack Canfield, Pat, uh, Monsieur uh, Deborah Helperin Poneman, Peggy McCall, uh, Sean uh, Duperan, Charmaine Hammond, and Teresa de Grobois, if, I, if I'm saying it correct, uh, just to name a few. So I will let uh, Deborah... Um, tell you more about herself and uh, most probably she will pronounce the names much better than I did. <laughs> Thank you for having me on the show. It's wonderful to be here. All right. So um, I know that you've written a, a few books by now, right? Yes. And, uh, you're also doing a podcast. Um, actually, I've uh, listened to, to one of the episodes of um, um, Deborah's podcast. Uh, it was um, on gratitude, and uh, we had uh, a story that's that's kind of uh, kind of resembles. Uh, so her story resembles my story uh, from my own life, and I find this amazing. Can you share a, a bit about uh, the story that you shared on your podcast? You know, and I, I can't remember the exact story <laughs> offhand. Um, but there's so many things to be grateful for. And the first thing that comes to mind is I had a school teacher that many people thought was very strict and they avoided her. And I learned so much from that woman. And just a few years ago, when I was introduced to the 365 thank yous by John Krolick, a year of simple acts of daily gratitude that changed my life. And uh, when I read that book, I thought, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write people thank yous about how they've impacted my life. And this teacher, I wrote and told her specifically. So when we say thank you, we need to be really specific about what we're saying thank you for. So I wrote about how she opened my mind to learning, how she made an impact on my life, and I mailed it to her. Now, my parents live in the same town, still in the same area, and they ran into her grocery shopping, and she went up to them to tell them how special their daughter was and how, what an impact it made on her life. And she actually sent me a thank you card back. Wow. Because in all of her years of teaching, no one had ever thanked her. No one had ever said thank you and that you made an impact in my life. Because you can imagine, grade four to where I am now is a long time ago. Totally. <laughs> and, uh, 
She said tears were streaming down her eyes to know that someone thought she was important, that she made an impact. And I don't think we tell people enough about how much of an impact that they make on people's lives. And um, there's just so many things to be grateful for. And I apologize. I didn't go back and listen to the episode or look at my show notes because I was like, no problem. Whatever comes up for me that day is what I need to share with your audience about because there are so many things that I am grateful for. And there's big situations and there's little ones. Totally, totally. And I love, uh, I love this story because it, um, it somehow completes the story that I've written about. It's, uh, I think it's the first article that I, I've written f- uh, on my blog um, on gratitude. So um, my story is about my brother, which, who is a, a university teacher. And um, while we, we were at a, a family dinner, uh, he said that uh, he received... Um, an email uh, thanking him for uh, for his work as a teacher and for his for the inspiration that uh, he gave he gave to a student and uh, for me it was like okay it's great that you that you received it but I'm sure you receive a lot of uh, emails like this and uh, I was very uh, like astonished when I found out it was after 15 years of uh, teaching, it was the first email of this kind that he received. Wow. Uh, Yeah. So I think this somehow completes your story because um, it might have been the same kind of situation where um, after all the the years of uh, um, teaching and uh, trying to to get the best out of uh, um, her students, uh, she received a thank you uh, email or yeah, you actually wrote. Yeah. And when you think about it, they, teachers are some of the most impactful people in our lives from, you know, being little as a child, your parents are your first teacher. But as you grow, you get exposed to all these other teachers. They're kind of like messengers here to share with you these different lessons that you need to learn and then to go out in the world and by not going out and talking to people or letting them know the impact, sometimes they're going through the world wondering if they matter. They might not say it out loud, but in their heads. I think exactly. all of us have a time where, am I making a difference? Exactly, exactly. And uh, that gives, gives people uh, a sense of purpose and uh, sees that their work is actually appreciated. And I think we all yearn for that and uh, it's it's a very important aspect for for our lives to have meaning yes so um the first thing that that i would like to uh, uh talk with you about is um if you have a certain quote on gratitude that you you love and you want to share why you love it i have two that i found for you that <laughs> really resonate for me and I, I was thinking one of them might be a little bit more used than others because it's Oprah Winfrey. But um, be thankful for what you have. You'll end up having more. And if you concentrate on whatever you don't have, you'll never, ever have enough. And when I think of this quote, it really puts into perspective no matter what's going on in your life. And I have a nursing career background. 
So I've been there when a baby's taking their first breath, and I've also held the hand of someone who's going on to their next journey. And being able to be a part of that and being part of the life in between, it's one of my missions to make people make sure people are living completely full. And we can be grateful for simple things that of being able to breathe. So if you've ever had any time that you've struggled to breathe or you've had a bad cold or um, chest infection or anything like that or, or have asthma, or, you can really appreciate being able to breathe clearly. If you closed your eyes and walked around your house and then opened them and realized how much you can see or you can touch and feel and the foods... Like, I'm, a, I'm a little bit of a foodie, so, you know, being able to taste and really savor the food. So it's all of these simple things that really help absorb us and gra- get us pulled in to really enjoying life. And as you start going and counting these things of what you're grateful for, it, the list can be endless. And uh, the other quote that came to mind, which totally resonates, is a grateful heart is a magnet for miracles. Wow, beautiful. And when you're grateful, you will start seeing, and when you're paying attention and you're expressing gratitude, you will have events come to you and opportunities come to you like a magnet. And and it's very exciting because you'll never know where these things came from, but it's from your own energy that you put off and how you share yourself with the world that you see your see everything in a positive light. And I'm not saying that, you know, you have rose colored glasses, you're not paying attention to the other things in the world, but it's all what we focus and put our attention on that feeds and reflects in our lives. Exactly. Exactly. I, I think, I think these quotes are, are wonderful. And uh, the way you, you explain them are, is, is really, really beautiful. Uh, but th- the question is, <laughs> what do we do when it's hard to be grateful when things are, are really, uh, making it, uh, a challenge for us to be grateful? What do we do then? Yeah. And you know, I was thinking about that last night as I was preparing for the podcast thinking, you know, there's been times that. I think I've been in a place that you forget to be grateful. You get into a place of being a workaholic and you're so focused on your work that you're, and you want to get everything just right. It's that perfection piece and you want people to notice your work and sometimes events don't turn out the way you want. But the biggest thing that I always, um, from Don McGill Ruiz Um, and the four agreements, it always reminds me that nothing in this life is permanent. So even when we're having a good day, it's temporary. If we're having a bad day, it's temporary. But if we're taking actions and shifting, trying to shift to that and not trying, I cancel that word. When we are shifting to make different choices, to be in a state of gratitude, our Attitude changes toward the world. So if you're having a bad day, get out of your own space. If you're in the office and it's, things aren't going well, it's a sign. These are all signals to say, you know what? Get out of this space. Go for a walk. Be in nature. Connect with a friend. Express yourself. Give yourself a limited time to be in self-wallow, I like to, or pity, and say, okay, you got five minutes. Get over it. You know, because you can change your state at any time by changing the way you think, 
and starting to look for things that you're grateful for. Sometimes it's easier than others. You know, you can be in a tragic event and it can be really difficult to look for those um, silver linings in the clouds or something positive. But when, when, whether you can have that thought alone is something to be grateful for that you can actually think about it. Hmm. Yeah. I, I totally, uh, totally agree with you. And I think that um, it's incredible how how we can change from uh, one one uh, moment to the other and um, how we can shift our perspective on how things are and to choose to be grateful even if uh, things might might be hard on on the outside and uh, sometimes for for some people uh, these are the times when they find gratitude well, one of the things, if I just may add here sure. for a moment, is when, when you're in a tough space and you're finding it hard to be grateful, one of the other things besides, you know, going out into nature and doing other things, focus on other people. Focus on what you notice about them. Give what you want to have for yourself, that feeling of gratefulness. Be grateful and notice what other people are doing. And when you go outside of yourself and see what's going on in the world, and seeing how other people are having struggles of their own, and you took a moment to stop the world to acknowledge someone, all of a sudden that's what really shifts you, is because you took notice of someone else versus focusing on keeping the focus on yourself. And um, several year, years ago, um, I, it's about nine years ago now, I started a shoebox project. It was something that I had on my bucket list, that we sent shoeboxes to Ukraine, for children to open and I'm in Canada. So I wanted to see the children open the boxes. I wanted to see how small things in a box could excite these children. So we started nine years ago and it was phenomenal. It was beyond my expectation. But when I heard children, you know, saying this is the best thing I ever wanted, you know, how did you know? And the following years we started feeding them and saying, you know what, can I save this to eat for later? And we'd be like, why? Sure, of course you can. But they're like, well, this might be the only meal we have today. And, and those moments help me when I'm focused on other people, make me realize how grateful I am to be able to eat, for them to be excited about a toque that they put on their head. That I, you know, sometimes take for granted. I'm going outside in the cold, I put on a toque and I, you don't think anything of it. So it helps you to take stock and slow down and really paying attention to the little things that make a big difference. Yeah, totally. Uh, and I also, I, I am a bit of a foodie myself and uh, I think that gratitude makes life delicious. It uh, does, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's a way of living life in, in a delicious way somehow because um, a simple experience can, can be turned into something delicious and uh, that you enjoy like you enjoy the food that you eat, I think. <laughs> mm -hmm. You savor it even more when you exactly. pay attention to the small things. Exactly, exactly. So um, were you uh, grateful and were you practicing gratitude uh, 
from the beginning or did you have uh, an experience that helped you uh, discover gratitude within within yourself? You know, um, while growing up, gratitude was something that was always said in prayer. So I think I've always had some of it. But I think through the years as I've grown as a person, I think I've become even more grateful. And I believe that there's people who come into our lives who make a huge, huge, huge difference. And um, I have a friend who I actually met through Facebook who um, introduced me to a company called Sendo Cards. And uh, just watching and learning about how he approaches gratitude in his life and I, and, uh, I think you, you might want to interview him actually for your show is <laughs> that it's amazing to just take note of people and give that attention to one person and let them hear what you see about them in the world and picking out all these pieces of how they function so that, you know, on, on social media, there's all these posts, but people wonder, is anybody paying attention? Is anybody really see me? And the, one of the things that I've noticed is that I'll have messages once in a while that, you know, Deb, I was having a bad day. So I went to YouTube to watch some of your videos, or I turned on your podcast because I needed some inspiration. And when you hear that, it's like, wow, they are paying attention, you know? And then there's, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie, um, it's with Mel Gibson. It's, uh, I think, is it What Women Want? And there, there's this secretary or this girl, and he gets to hear her thoughts. And as he's walking past her, she's like, I wonder if anybody even notices that I'm here. Mm, and I yeah. think what that just stems to is people want to be valued and appreciated. And I think through the years, I have grown and developed, you know, that through, you know, books like this, the 365 thank yous, being introduced to my friend, Steve, um, who shared different ways of being grateful. And I think when we get fall into the busyness of life, we can lose being grateful. And it's, it's almost like you go into a downward spiral. And it takes friends in our lives or people to say, what's going on for you? That's when they really notice. But they don't always notice that, you know what, you stopped being grateful. And when people stop being grateful, their whole mood shifts, their whole approach to life changes. And I think they get caught in a trap of in cynicism and pessimism. But as soon as they get into a place of shifting, they can shift so quickly because it's like that they have that wire, that pathway in their brain that it's like, oh my gosh, I remember what it felt like to be grateful. This is why I need to be in this state. So we need to do this regularly. Um, it's just like when uh, Zig Ziglar has a quote, and I, I have to forgive me, I can't remember, <laughs> but it's about, you know, mot mo I think it's motivation is something that we need daily. Yeah, and that's yeah. why we bathe every day. You know, so the same thing with gratitude. We need it daily to help us keep a focus on where we want to go, how we want to interact, how we want to show up in the world and connect with other people. Exactly, exactly. Um, 
what you said about appreciating each other uh, reminded me of uh, an experience that I had just a few days ago. Um, the presenter of a TED, uh, TEDx event here in, uh, in Cluj-Napoca um, received uh, some kind of an award, uh, but it, mo- it was like uh, honorary, not for for uh, being amazing or something like that it was because he was a presenter and they they wanted to show show their gratitude for for him doing that and um i've been there and uh it he was an amazing presenter like he was uh, very entertaining he was he connected with the public uh <clears throat> he he was fun uh he was really great and um I didn't get to tell him this until now, and uh, after after I seen the post with uh, with the prize that he put on Facebook, I I also um, commented on it and and told him all of this that he he was great, he was entertaining it, and everything, and he said that uh, that I made his day by doing this, and uh, I was thinking about the fact that most probably. Uh, even though I, I'm thinking that many people went to him one way or another and told him uh, how great he was. But after after uh, writing it and uh, receiving his response, I was like, oh my God, maybe there were just a few people or maybe no one actually uh, did that. And I really felt, I, I really felt great when I was there and I really felt uh, grateful uh, for his entertaining style and uh, for being there, and uh, for me, expressing this was, was very, very natural. But um, I'm thinking that, uh, like, like with what I'm doing and what uh, with uh, what you're doing uh, with the podcast, uh, if we know this uh, that it gets to people and that. Uh, what we are doing is actually appreciated for us is something something amazing and uh, not not too many people do this actually it it is surprising and one of the things that um, I was thinking about as you as you just said that you weren't sure if other people heard about it or had expressed their gratitude is the biggest thing is he hasn't heard it from you. You know, yeah, people are like, ah, oh, he's heard it from so many people. But they haven't heard it from you. And the way you express gratitude is going to be different than how other people express gratitude. And I just want to touch on what you said, because as a speaker myself, there's been times I've presented, and there might be two people who've come up, and or maybe up to five, and then I'll be like, I wonder, did I bomb it? <laughs> did it not exactly. go well? Exactly, exactly, you know? yeah. And, you know, I was speaking with someone and they said, if you touched one person's life and they might be introverted or extrovert, like if they're introverted, they're not going to come and tell you. They might send you, you know, a card later, but many times they won't say anything at all. Or they might tell somebody at their dinner table about how great they thought you were, but they might not come and tell you. But if you go in there, when you go to speak to hundreds of people, and you think that it, whatever my message is, and I've impacted one person, it's made a difference because that one person, it's going to ripple through how they, they interact with other people throughout their day. 
because they had a positive experience. Yeah, that's beautiful. And uh, it's something really good to, to keep in mind, always. Absolutely. <laughs> so um, do you have a, a specific uh, experience that... Uh, from your own life or from or a story or something about um, gratitude that uh, inspires you? You know, I think sometimes I can even inspire myself. And, and this is not to think that I'm boastful or brag, but when we try to go after our personal best and we have a self-limiting belief and think that we can't accomplish something, um, we can surprise ourselves. And several years ago, I had told someone, you know, I, I want to be a motivational speaker. And it's more than that. I want to help people transform their lives. So I got into coaching and helping people. And, you know, they're like, you can't motivate anybody. And I was like, what? I took it so personally. I said, what are you talking about? And it took, I used that as fuel to move forward because, Because I was like, one part of me was like, I'll show you, you know. And, and the other part of me is like trying to understand what do you mean I can't motivate people? And it's not. And now I, after I published, because I went and published a book and I went to that person and I said, look what I've done. And they wanted to buy the book. They did, I was giving it to them as a gift and they're like, no, 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 I'm buying this book. But I never did share with them how that comment really pushed me to really focus on what I wanted to do. And it wasn't just because, you know, you can't motivate. And I learned that I really cannot, when she was talking about motivation, she was talking about making someone do something. And it took me a while to figure out what she meant. It didn't mean that I couldn't motivate people. I can't make them do something. But what I do know is I can light a spark inside of them that lights them up that helps them move toward where they want to be. It's like goal setting. I was working with an individual once and they said, Deb, just set the goal for me. Setting the goal for you doesn't get you excited about the goal. It's like, ah, you know, Deb told me I had to do this. Deb told me this, you know, and then all of a sudden you become resentful. You're not going after it. So you need to ignite that in that internal flame within the person by seeing in them what they're capable of and sharing with them about what you see and helping them discover what goals they want for themselves. And when you do that, they get ignited. They get excited about their life. They're passionate and they go after it. It's not because I told them so. So it took me time to shift. And even though at that time I was so frustrated, I am very grateful for that experience because I wouldn't have went to a place of, I'm going to publish this book. <laughs> Not only that, I have a second book. And as I was talking with you earlier, I have a third book coming out this fall. Wow. And it's because of that experience alone that it has propelled me. And then I've done other things since then. You know, I've connected with people like Jack Canfield and, you know, John Lee Dumas and just, you know, Deborah Halpern Poneman, Deborah Poneman. And I was like, If I wasn't inspired to do and go more, I wouldn't see what I was capable of. Because I think a lot of times we limit ourselves because we see ourselves as 
what we're capable of right now. And truly, when you push out of that comfort zone, and I like to call it into the skin that you're meant to be in, you actually will amaze yourself for what you can accomplish even in a short period of time. Hmm. That's really, really good. And um, how, I, how I define what, what you just said is uh, inspiration. Yes. It's, it's something that, that gets sparked from within and uh, drives people to action. And uh, it's, it's from, their, from themselves that the action comes, but uh, the inspiration can be from, from outside and it lights up something inside of them. This is how I feel this works. Yes. Um, So um, I know that you're doing a podcast, uh, you're writing books, you're doing a lot of work. So um, do you feel that uh, gratitude has helped you uh, in your business and uh, in growing what what you're doing right now? Absolutely. Um, When I think of gratitude, and I think of the quote that we shared earlier with Oprah's quote, and the grateful heart, you know, is a magnet for miracles. I think that everything that I'm doing is because I take time to be grateful. The opportunities that come to me are because I am paying attention and thanking others for their impact. Because my success is not because I'm alone in that success. There's people like you having me on the podcast and I'm so excited to be on your podcast and honored. Thank you. Because all these people have contributed. They're all little messengers in my life to help me get to the next level. And I can't do it without all these people that I surround myself with. They actually build me, and I hope in turn am building many other people through the Millionaire Woman Show podcast and the books that I write and helping everybody around me as I lift. I want to lift them with me because there's no sense in being lonely at the top, right? All of these people contribute to our success, and I think we need to really pay attention and take time to acknowledge what we're grateful for and those people and be really specific Um, I used to hand out gratitude rocks to people that I was working with and there'd be a little note and the rock had a little word on it. Whatever I thought, it might've said wisdom, it might've said faith, it might've said hope, you know, when, you know, some people take for granted it's just a rock, but I had people keeping them on their desk or the note pasted on their desk wherever they were, or they kept it in their pocket to remind them of how special they actually were. So these little things that we take to acknowledge turn out to be big things because when you do things for other people and you recognize them for who they are, you build loyalty, you break, build a connection that they're going to want to help you even more in your times of need. And people need to build those connections early. So when you do need them, you're, you're not alone. People will be there for you when you need it, just as you will be for them. Yeah, that's beautiful. And one of the the most uh, important things uh, in life that we can be grateful for are, um, are the people in our lives. And uh, like uh, I, I had an interview that uh, I just posted um, uh, a few days ago uh, with Jeff McDonald. And uh, he said something about uh, he's from Australia and he took uh, a trip to Europe. 
uh, he uh, he used to be an architect and um, he had one camera uh, that he took photos of buildings and of he he thought that uh, that's why he went there and he had another camera that he used for uh, taking uh, pictures like fast pictures and uh, pictures of people and stuff like that and when he got back home uh, when he looked at the pictures the ones with uh, people that he met there uh, that uh, brought emotions and uh, um, that reminded him of how it was there uh, turned out to 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 be uh, a much bigger source of gratitude than uh, the ones that he did with uh, the buildings and everything. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. People and relationships are are really important for us as humans. <laughs> well, we're so, emotional beings, so we have that exactly. emotional connection. Exactly, exactly. So, um, if you could go back in time, uh, Deborah. Uh, what would you tell your younger self about gratitude? This is an excellent question. Um, you. you know, I think to go back in time is to tell my younger self that tough times don't last. And if you can look for the lesson in those tough times and be able to walk away saying, thank you for the experience whether it be good or bad, it was there to teach us something. And also to be kinder to ourselves. You know, we want everything to be perfect. We want nobody to see that we have flaws. Um, but we need to be real. We need for people to see that there's that vulnerable side. That we have come from, you know, growing from these situations and really being able to recognize what our strengths are. And to be able to leverage those strengths so that we can make an impact and add the value to the world, but not only that, to appreciate others around us. And don't wait till someone passes away to, to go you know, to a funeral, to share with other people how great they were in, in your life. You need to be able to tell people face-to-face -face because people do wonder, do I matter? Do it, did I make a difference? And when they're, when they're dead, they, they can't hear that. And what better way is to share it with people while you're face-to-face, -face, like the teachers, you know, like our friends. I, I've sent gratitude letters to my family, you know, to really stop and pay attention to how they have made a significant impact and it might be just words of encouragement. It might be that when someone has a bad day, you say, let's go out for supper. Let, you know, get out of your space. Because you know that if, when you get out of your space, things change. Shift the environment. So help others shift their environment and they don't even know what you're doing, right? But it's about being there for people. And, um, and also to do it daily. Because when you can do that, when the tough situations come up, you can be more resilient and move through them with ease. And totally. I, I love this. And I love that you mentioned uh, doing this daily because um, what I think is that uh, gratitude, uh, one, of course, makes life delicious, which, which is awesome. <laughs> but other than that, um, 
gratitude can be a tool for when things uh, aren't going the best in our lives. Like um, if we cultivate an attitude of gratitude and uh, we, we, get, we have this habit of being grateful as much as possible when it's hard and when things are, uh, seem to, to fall and everything seems, seems to go backwards, um, it's when you need it the most and when it's hardest to, to, uh, to get to, to the feeling of gratitude. But once you, you use it constantly, uh, it becomes much easier. Uh, it's some, uh, an example comes to mind. Uh, a few weeks ago, I posted um, an interview with uh, Joshua Friedman. He's uh, the CEO of Six Seconds. Um, I think is the largest organization teaching emotional intelligence in, in the world. Um, and uh, he, sa- he, he told us a story about um, how he went to, uh, to the Today Show, I think. So it was a really big uh, uh, show. And uh, right before, even though he's not usually nervous when it comes to speaking in public or uh, going on TV, um, he got really, really nervous. And uh, he said that the fact that he was practicing gratitude constantly helped him uh, shift uh, uh, the perspective that he, he had in that moment, and he shifted it to gratitude. And uh, instead of being uh, really unsure and anxious or and things like that, he was really grateful uh, to be there. And the message that he was he was able to to send over to the world was was much more positive and uh, much more beautiful yeah so that that's what i i wanted to add uh, to what you said so um all right uh, you mentioned a few people and uh, the idea that people mm-hmm. are are important for us uh, when it comes to gratitude um do you have a few people that you want to mention uh, that you are grateful for Sure. I, first of all, I'm grateful for being here and being able to, and technology for being able to connect with you in a different part of the world, different time zone. So um, I'm really grateful for that because this is a very special topic and dear to my heart. Um, Like I said, Jack Canfield, Deborah Poneman, Colin Sprake is a mentor of mine as well. Parents, siblings, um, they, and my friends and family, they have all helped shape who I am to, today. And, you know, even in our most difficult conversations that we have with people, um, I've learned to be, even be grateful for those. Because even though it's another person's perspective, it takes a lot of courage for people to be vulnerable, to be able to share their opinions or share their observations. And even in the toughest of circumstances, we could walk away and recognize that people are entitled to that opinion and still be grateful for for those things and knowing that we were able to move through it with grace and saying you know thank you for the feedback i can still choose whether or not i'm going to accept it i'm going to choose whether or not it's going to ruin my day or not or i can just say thank you thank you for being able to share what you needed to share um so i think the people around me and 
my listeners on, on the show, the people who read my books, um, I wouldn't be doing all of what I'm doing without them because they inspire me. They just amazing people have come into my life and I am so grateful. Um, but every listener, every reader of the books, the articles that I put out, I am grateful for all of them because they enrich my life by going for me to go forward and do the work that I'm doing. That's wonderful. Uh, <laughs> a long list, I, I'm sure. Um, so, uh, Deborah, what I, what I also wanted to to ask you about, I know that you you mentioned uh, sending gratitude letters. Um, what else do you do? Uh, to keep grateful consistently? I have a gratitude journal where I write down at least three to five things that I'm grateful for every day. And by doing that, I can go back and see what I've been grateful for. Some days have the same thing. And if I'm, if a day's off, I might be, I'm thankful for breathing. I'm thankful I got up this morning or, you know, and then when I go to bed, I think about my day. And just self-reflect and think about all the things I'm grateful for. But gratitude to me can show up at any time of day. It doesn't have to just be at night when I write down what I'm grateful for and, or when I wake up in the morning and just touch my feet over my bed and I'm like, oh, good day. <laughs> Here we go. Right? Because I think we need to be mindful and you know, take note of being grateful at every moment. You know, from the morning, like I don't drink coffee, but, you know, from the moment I take a sip of my morning tea or have breakfast, you know, my taste buds are tailing, you know, you, you're seizing that life, that deliciousness, right? So anytime I, I, and it might not be consciously you're thinking about it this moment, it might be a little bit a while, but you know, that was so good. Or I had five minutes of peace to myself, you know, if you're, I'm busy mom. So when you have that five minutes to yourself, that's what you can be grateful for, you know, and there can be random moments where my teenager will have a song on the radio and suddenly start dancing with me in the kitchen and I'll be, you know, we're having a dance party, you know, but it's being able to stop and recognize those little things. And, and I think what happened is when I started writing, you know, these thank you letters to um, people in my lives or people who've been on my podcast or people who've endorsed my books or, you know, I started being grateful for more things. So then you'd stop and notice the little things around you. And I think when, when you get into that practice, even though it can, you know, it can be a rough start for some people, you know, as in the book that when I was sharing with you, he had a really tough time. You know, people saw him as a, you know, this grumpy, grumpy guy, but you can shift that whole personality by stopping and you can learn to be grateful. People aren't just born great, you know, grateful. You learn to be grateful. You make it a part of who you are every day that you can stop and take notice of all these things in your life. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, some people seem to be uh, uh, born grateful. Uh, I am not one of them. Uh, I'm sure you also learned uh, to be grateful also. Um, 
and I think this this is something that um, it's important to to be learned. It's uh, a way of seeing life, and is fundamental for our for us as as humans. Um, you mentioned something about the book that uh, is coming out soon. Mm-hmm. In September, it's called "Let's Be Curious." How to ask the right questions, get better answers to make the best decision. Nice. And um, it's at www.letsbecurious.ca. And uh, it's coming out in September. It's, I, I really believe it's going to be one of a game changer for many people. And it's not a very philosophical about asking questions. It's about asking questions practically in an everyday situation to help people move through difficult conversations. Maybe they are making a big decision in their life and they don't know where to go. It's more than making the pros and cons list, but it's really thinking about how we make decisions, how our emotions impact how we make those decisions because we are driven by emotions and our thoughts and feelings will drive us to what actions we take. But in the process You know, being able to recognize that asking questions is one of the most powerful things in the world that we can be doing to shift us to where we want to be and being very intentional with the actions that we take. Yeah, I think think questions are are really uh, very, very, very strong because even in coaching, as I I know, uh, it's much better to... um, ask good questions rather than give good answers for, uh, for the situation, right? It's, yeah. it's well, the most helpful. People don't want to be told what to do, right? Yeah. They want to be asked. They want, they want to know that you're taking interest in them as a person. Exactly, exactly. So, All right. Uh, can you hear me? I can. All right. So um, we're nearing the end of, uh, of our discussion today. Um, where can uh, people find you, Debra? Where can people see your work or get in contact with you? Okay. So you can go to my website at www.debrakazowski.com. So that's D E B R A. K-A-S-O-W-S-K-I.com. I am on social media, so come and find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And uh, I would love to hear how about how our conversation today on the Gratitude Podcast has influenced your life. And uh, you can email me too at Deborah at DebraKazowski.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here with us, uh, Deborah. And um for sharing uh, from your experience and from your own life stories. Thank you. You're very welcome. It was an honor to be here. Thank you. Are you looking for an easy way to be more grateful and happy during work days? Get the daily checklist with the best five ways to easily supercharge your gratitude during work days. You will discover the simple tricks that will make gratitude easy for you that I've learned from interviewing amazing, successful people for the Gratitude Podcast. You will also have simple daily checklists 
that you can print and use right now and also tips for what to do when you wake up, when you're on your commute, at work, after work and before sleep. You can find it on georgianbenta.com slash checklist. Again, georgianbenta.com slash checklist.